It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with a different co-host. As you guys know from last week, Simon is in Hollywood trying to make it happen for himself. So uh, good luck to him. I'm here with our friend Dustin. He's been on the podcast before. Thank you for uh, being a, a very good substitute for Simon. Hey, man, I appreciate it. You know, RIP, Simon. <laughs> Not that I don't like you, Simon. I love you very, very much. But uh, we're we sorry that you died. We just need a break. Hopefully your career takes off in Hollywood and you'll just, you'll ignore me from now on. Wait, so I'm like the Yoko Ono right now? Like I'm breaking y'all up? Yeah. Sorry, Simon. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. (laughs) So what's going on with you, man? We've briefly caught up with each other. We haven't talked like a lot. We've talked a little bit over the past few weeks and we got some sort of our personal, personal conversation (laughs) up before this, but what's been going on with you, man? Man, just work has been super nuts like the last six months of my life. So I uh, haven't really been able to do too much as far as the nerddom goes. Yeah. Um, I, I have been having to travel for my job, but I will say one thing. Shout out to that DC Universe app. I totally have subscribed to it. I really enjoy it. And yeah. it's been pulling me so much more into the nostalgia comics. Yeah. It's better um, than people give it credit for. Like, way better. I, I don't think people realize, like, I don't, I really don't think that people realize what it is. It's over 50,000 comics. Yeah. And you're getting the, well the newer stuff. It's just six months old. So you're. I'm not, and I can't collect like a lot of folks or even like I would want to. Yeah. Um, but it allows me to at least keep up with storylines that are semi current at least. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I don't have to store comics upon yeah. comics upon comics. That's a pain in the ass for sure. Yeah. Yeah. As you and, know, I know you have long boxes, so you're an, you know, it's, it's a pain in the ass to just keep dude. and transfer and any, any move them at all. Right. And and here's the thing. After the big freeze in, in Texas in February, mm-hmm. like pipes were bursting everywhere. And I've got mine in like a separate storage for my apartment. And I'm like running over to my store. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Like nothing's flooded. And then I'm like, you know, we're in the middle of the week of freezing. So I'm like, what if something does flood? So I'm like Ooh. picking all of them up and just. Oh my Every God, time Jack. I lift one of those long boxes, I'm like, "Why? What am I doing with this?" <laughs> I was like, do, "Do do I really need a long box filled with 20.99, the full 20.99 run?" That's nuts. And the Wonder Man run, like, yeah. does anybody besides me <laughs> love those comics? That that is the perfect explanation of my entire collection. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I do have some some great books. I I, I will say that I do spend the time to collect like some some decent worthy books of a collection but other than that it's like i have two complete runs of rom working on a third one for Why no third for one no, for no reason um it's just random stuff like that like just that no one cares about how much does it take to buy the rom trademark because i feel like you should just save save your money and just do that you know, you won't believe it, but I imagine that there is a pretty uh, in-depth debate on like Marvel trying to get him back. You know, to make him the star of the MCU. 
Wow, man. Wow. So, probably, pretty, probably a pretty penny. Wow. I feel like you might be overvaluing that character, but hey, who knows? You want to yeah, look at my background? Sure. So, I'm, I'm down with it. I'm definitely sure. down with it. Uh, yeah, I don't do long boxes at all for the sake of I'm lazy. But then it's counterproductive because I have 10 if not, more than 10 short boxes and most of them are full. I just bought a new one that's empty. So I guess it's kind of productive if I'm making more trips, but what, whatever. Fair enough. I mean, hey, what, no so, whatever. So yeah, it's the, we have the Marvel app too. Yep. Uh, yep. I don't know if you've dove deep into that one yet, but that also has more recent comics too. I've kind of touched into it, but honestly, um, I think maybe I've kind of gotten spoiled on the fact that the DC one was the first one I looked in. So I'm more familiar with that interface. Yeah. And DC, the DC universe app does a really good job at breaking down like character, significant character arcs um, or just arcs by themselves. And it it does a really good job at like presenting all of that to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been very, I I was very impressed with how easy it was to find like just the major stories and yeah. If you want, you can read here, press this button to read all the tie-ins with it. And it's like, yeah. oh man, this is freaking awesome. Yeah, recently I read the the Kyle Rayner taking over, like Emerald yeah, Twilight. Yeah. I recently read that so bad. It's so oh, bad. Man. Have you what? read it recently? It's bad. I mean like I read the, the first couple of pages, I'm just like, I love Kyle Rayner and I love this story he's arc. The but, man. Like, but like, Jesus Christ, this is bad. I probably shouldn't read it. I went back and read the first issue where Kyle Rayner got became a Green Lantern. Yeah, where he was in the alley or whatever. Uh, and, and I remember reading that as a kid, and same. I was, you know, like tracing yeah. the his, him and his outfit on the beach with his power ring, and of course his buxom girlfriend sitting yeah. on the beach because although he's a, like a starving artist, he they're really wealthy and live on a beach too. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a freelance journalist or something like yeah. that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> very, very well to do in the community. Yeah. Though. In the early 90s, I imagine that they were just giving people houses right. <laughs> on the yeah. beach. <laughs> the housing market was just wide open. It was like, listen, you can live here as long as you want. Just clean up after yourself. Yeah, <laughs> or don't, whatever. Yeah, or who cares? You just killed by a supervillain. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I always think about, and it's weird they don't because age like, well, though. you're 100% right. Like, don't. most of it is a nostalgia all the way through, and then you read it and you're like, eee. But I'm I'm like you, though. I, I fall, not victim, I dive into nostalgia, though. Like, reading some of those old, old stories, I really get into it and mm-hmm. just and sort of have the same memories of like reading it the first time yeah all right guys this is gonna be the section of the podcast where we talk a little bit about some trending nerd news last week i didn't do it because it's not as fun without simon and some of the stuff you'll have context on the characters alone first up a new special look at black widow offering fresh footage on yelena belova and taskmaster so at this point we have only not seen the taskmaster reveal other than that, with all the trailers and teasers, we've seen the entire movie. Marvel has this has this thing that they do. They release, and we talked about this before we recorded, they release so many trailers that you are not surprised uh, in the movie. Like, what happened to go into the movie and just the entire thing blow your mind? Now you're getting the whole thing. So at this point, 
with Black Widow, even though it should have came out last year, all we're missing is the reveal that Taskmaster is Black Widow's mom in disguise. <laughs> that's what, that's what I, I think that's what it's going to happen. Named Martha Romanov? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she lets him go. Her go. What do you think? We talked about trailers. I wanted to uh, continue the conversation about trailers earlier. Yeah, I know we've kind of discussed like the format, doing nerd news, and, and I had to admit that I'm, I'm pretty bad about nerd news. I think Force Awakens was when I actually started yeah. proactively trying to avoid trailers just because I want to be surprised. Like Part of enjoying that, a film in general, especially something that has the lifelong fandom of like Star Wars or Marvel yeah. or even DC, like I don't want to see it until I'm in the theater and yeah. enjoying it fully. I don't want spoilers. I hate spoilers. Like I pretty much deactivated like Facebook for like months. Yeah. And our friend group, what not so much anymore. We, we coronavirus had kind of had everybody in isolation, but we used to be pretty bad about like, Hey, did you see that? <laughs> and like trying to spoil it for someone else. <laughs> so it'd be to the point where we would have to like, I personally would, and I, for the longest, I would just turn off my notifications for a group chat just because I'm like, Nope, I don't want to see shit. I don't want to hear shit. I just want to find it on my own. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, that was part of it, but yeah, about the same for me. I would say, yeah, Force Awakens for sure, because they did. I think it's Disney has a way of like, I don't know, getting people talking by, you know, dropping these big moments when you could just people are excited because, hey, guess what? It's a Star Wars movie. My ticket was purchased. I really don't think you're bringing in a new audience by revealing like. The Palpatine laugh or whatever they did yeah. in the trailer. I mean, I, I like. I don't like. Not that I like that he was. In but the movie. what did that add to yeah, all but, the movie going experience for yeah, everybody? Yeah. Like, how many more tickets were sold because trailer number three was released? It wasn't like there was a dude that was sitting at home like, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to skip Star Wars this time. Yeah. Brand new trailer release. Ah, yeah. oh shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be there. Palpatine's my favorite character. <laughs> No, ever... that dude with a butt crack for forehead is my favorite. Probably should be my favorite character. <laughs> Wears comfy clothes. It's got yeah. a plan. So to sum it all up, <laughs> folks, we hate spoilers. We hate trailers. I didn't watch the new special look. Are you excited for Black Widow? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. Um, <clears throat> it's it's a Marvel film, and yeah. honestly, Marvel's worst out of the. I was just about you to know say a similar thing. has been solid. Like yeah. their worst movie is better than like bad movies that I've seen. The Justice <laughs> League. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the Snyder Cut? I don't Yeah. You did? Did it sway you at all? Um for what it added, it to me, the value that it added to the film was not worth the time that it took. Yeah. yeah and that's a good, from that's a good a director trying to claim he was the victim. If it takes you yeah. four hours to try to tell that story that you wrote, <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. maybe stop having car accidents in every additional scene. Yeah. Chill out on the slow motion. I think that by itself would cut down an it, hour. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we have new evidence suggests that Square Enix will announce their rumored Guardians of the Galaxy game at E3 this year. So Square Enix 
has announced or kind of rumored that they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy game. What do you think? In my opinion, the best thing they can do is piggyback on these rumors and it actually be content drop for the Marvel Avengers game. Yeah. Yeah, I think that should be and maybe what's happening. Because anything comic related, I'm a huge fan of. I was on board with Marvel Avengers day one. I still play it. I've gotten on every once in a while, but the fact that here we are nine months later, now their original timeline, we would have had Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I know you're not the biggest Spider-Man fan, but. Still, we would have had, you would have had Black Panther. Like there was supposed to be all this content drop. And so far we've gotten the Hawkeyes. (laughs) Two derivative characters. I will tell you. There's some differences, and they're fun. They're fun. But. They're fun. And I enjoyed playing the Hawkeye mission. Like, it was it was cool, but it also was only, like, two hours. Right. And I'm like, hey, man, if you're doing this every month, then I would be way, yeah. way more leaning towards the side of, like, this game isn't that bad. Right. But, it, like you said, we're so far in, so many months after the game released, and we're playing the same missions that we played as week one. Like, that's all it is. Oh, but now they have Red Room. So it's basically PVE arenas yeah. with the same character. So it's like the harm It's like the harm challenges, but red. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This game had so much potential. We talked about... And it still does. It does. It does. Because I feel like with Black Panther, they're going to do a little bit of a rework, which they should. They push a lot of stuff back. I think so they can kind of do that sh- that straight fire of content like... Black Panther's pushed out till the end of summer, I think. So Black Panther, that they're going to release something else, something else, and then Spider-Man, whenever Spider-Man comes out in theaters. I think they're trying to do like a whole... Me, I'm not not sold on it. I was very disappointed by this game. But considering how many delays they've had and all their extra content, yeah, I'll believe that <laughs> I yeah. see it. But I, I think the best move for them, if they announce another game, like a whole separate game you're not going to have as much support because you've dropped the ball already. Yeah. And Square Enix, especially if they use Crystal Dynamics again. So Square Enix was just the publishers. Crystal Dynamics is the developer. So if they use Crystal Dynamics again, there's, I, I, would, I wouldn't even buy this game. Right. And I, I know it sounds bad, but like, I would imagine Guardians of the Galaxy will eventually be in this game because they do all the Cree teasing and things like that. So like, why would I buy a separate game that's exactly the same? So, I don't know. All right, so Amelia Clark has finally spoken about joining the MCU. She said to be part of that family feels very cool. She feels like she's part of the cool kid crowd. Amelia Clark is joining the cast of Secret Invasion. You are a Game of Thrones guy, as I am. So, uh, what do you think about Amelia Clark joining the MCU? It's just something that I wanted to talk about. Secret Invasion is such a weird show, too, because it's like she could be a main character and then it'd be nothing. Like she could be Jessica Drew and then she can be the scroll and then it'd be nothing. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's always cool when like a, a big name celebrity joins the MCU uh, or, or DC. Like I just, I get excited over it. Yeah. I am going to be semi-critical of Amelia Clark because I haven't seen her do a lot of stuff where I'm like, man, I'm really happy. Amelia, I got to see Amelia Clark do that. Except Game of Thrones. Yeah. Unless she's riding a dragon. Except Game of Thrones. You know, how'd that Except Terminator movie go? Yeah. And she wasn't even really my favorite character in Game of Thrones. No. 
by a long shot. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited to see who she is. Secret Invasion could be a cool show. It's really hard for me with these shows to be like, you know, not be a glasses pusher. Like, actually, in the comic book, because I love that comic series so much. And it was just, it was so much. Every issue was a big reveal and cliffhanger and characters for years that you thought were characters weren't. Re- and it just, I know that this show will be nothing c- compared to that because... They don't have you know, this. It wouldn't make sense to be like, oh yeah, the Captain America that fought Thanos was a scroll. Like that would be dumb, <laughs> you know. And hey, man, the Tony Stark that died was a scroll. Mm, scroll, bring him back. This. I mean, that would be cool. I hope that my uh, hopes, my hopes is that they bring Tony Stark back. No, as an AI, <laughs> like okay, he just agreed. Blew, agreed. He just blue face. He can still be in his armor. They don't even have to get Robert Downey Jr. They have that voice actor from Avengers Assemble, the show. Uh, you like have to get Robert Downey Jr. He sounds a pretty. He sounds like a pretty good Robert Downey Jr. You, so. <laughs> so wait, you, you want a Robert Downey Jr.? I just want Iron Man back. <laughs> All right. So next up on the list, we have Zachary Levi in his new suit on Shazam. Oh, Three I saw that. Odds. Yeah, you saw that. Good, good. Um, what do you think? Shazam was the best DC movie since Man of Steel. And I think given what had happened in DCU or DCEU or whatever, I feel like Shazam was the first and most significant step in the real correct direction for superhero films if they want to do a connected universe. Yes, I enjoyed Shazam um, significantly more than I thought I was going to. I would say that I know that my bar was set very low. Yeah. And at the time with DCEU, I stopped caring. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So that was to the benefit of it. Uh, what else do we got? Let's talk <laughs> about some old news that I want to get your opinion on. I don't know if you've heard this. Some of the rumor mill, Spider-Man No Way Home has just been in the news for the past six months since they announced that it's Spider-Man No Way Home. And I know your Spider-Man is not your favorite character. He's not. But... I'm sure you've heard some of the news about like uh, Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah, Marvel. bring them all back. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Whatever. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't necessarily like the Amazing Spider-Man movies. They were just okay. Wait, the Andrew Garfield ones? The Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, and I think it's mostly nostalgia because I even like Spider-Man three. I know people will hate me for that, but I do like take the Venom, take all the Venom shit out, and that movie is a good movie, man. And the new goblin. Take you cut a lot of that movie out, and it's good. <laughs> Let's get the you Lex cut of that movie. Turns that film away. Yeah. You've got something. Let's get the Lex cut of that movie. Make it forty-five minutes. It's a hit. <laughs> It'll be I'm a YouTube short. Yeah. yeah, everything that I fast forward through, like all the, the Topher Grace stuff, um, and it's a good movie because Sandman was great in that movie. Did you not like Sandman? In that no, movie? Sandman was great in that movie. Okay, having some poorly educated blue collar thief. Yeah, it was more about the turmoil between Spider Man and I don't really know, man. I haven't watched it before. I, 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 Spider Man 2, the McGuire Spider Man 2, is probably the best Spider Man you're ever going to have. Like, well, I'm sorry, that you have had so far. Live action, yeah. Yeah. The Doc Ock that they they did that character really 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 well. Yeah, um, I agree. Spider Man Three, yeah, 
Jesus. I like Spider-Man 3. It's bad. I know it's bad. I will but never you like it because it's bad. But I like, yeah, I like bad things. And I every episode, I go on record every single episode of this podcast saying that I am known for liking terrible things. Spider-Man No Way Home will reportedly include Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. I don't care. I don't care either. I actually like the Lizard in that movie. Some people apparently don't. And Rhino from Amazing Spider-Man, which we only Paul Giamatti. We only got we only got him for three seconds. So I'm like, I'm not that yeah. mad. I am worried about the time of this movie. Like, what is how long is this movie going to be? Because I really just wanted a movie that dealt with him being on the run. It seems like that's going to be like ten minutes. <laughs> the intro is going to be like, oh hey, guess what? There's three Spider-Man. I wasn't the one that killed Mysterio. It was a guy from another dimension. And it's like, oh hey, I'm I mean, Spider, I'm middle aged Spider Man. It was me. I killed him. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm old. <laughs> I'm curious. Ever since they announced all this, like big crossovers from previous Spider Man, obviously it's or it definitely feels inspired. I wouldn't say obviously, but from my perspective, it feels so heavily inspired by the success of Into the Spider Verse. One hundred percent, yeah. And I and love that movie. And and right, but. Two good things combined yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Really make it great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, because something was successful, you can't just make a live action. And considering this is the last Spider-Man movie that is official, itch. right? Yeah. Okay, but he Tom Holland said he would do. You know, he would of work course he forever. fucking would. He's getting paid. You know, a millions mid- of dollars. Yeah, millions of dollars. But I'm curious if this is if the the plot of this is being more heavily influenced by Sony yeah. and their cash grabs. So apparently, like, there's oh, hey. still a, apparently there's still a plan to make Tom Holland the Sony Spider-Man as well. I mean, he already is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're t- so I don't know if you saw that Aaron Taylor Johnson was announced to be Craven the Hunter in a Craven the Hunter solo movie. Wait, is that Quicksilver? Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So, so like it's just it's just balls to the wall now. It's Sony doing Sony shit. It's Sony forcing the hand. I feel like right. Like and you know what? We don't have we don't have Spider Man, but you know what? We've got Craven. Fuck it, we'll make a Craven movie. But they do have, nope, and that's the that's the thing that, uh, and this is why they do have Spider Man. You're right. Yeah, I was so surprised that Marvel Disney went bent over backwards to get Spider to get Spider Man. Because it's like, what? What's the end game here? Right. Not to be, not to use yeah, the fun. Yeah. Did I touch? <laughs> but yeah, like, what benefit does it have to the MCU? Yeah. Because all Sony has shown us is it takes two to three Spider Man movies before they fuck up terribly and have to reboot the whole film, film franchise. Yeah. And so it's like, and, and especially because I think Civil War was like, or when they announced Spider-Man being in Civil War, like that was right after Guardians one, like really fucking just yeah. hit. And it's like, yeah. dude, if you're Marvel Disney, you just showed that you can get D squatters over in the box office. Yeah. So you got, much that like you got thousands why, of characters. <laughs> why do you need Spider? Like, why go out of your way for Spider-Man when you just made a fucking talking tree that everybody saw in the preview and they're like, what? Yeah, they paid Vin Diesel millions of dollars to say the same thing. In that movie, everybody was like, fucking Groot is amazing. Like, I can't believe I love this movie of a CGI raccoon and tree. I'm with you on that. And, okay, I'm okay with adding Spider-Man. I'm fine with that, whatever. Spider-Man's the spokesperson, whatever. Yeah. 
But like for them to still struggle with like trying to fit Spider-Man in, like he lost his identity. He's a kid. He doesn't want to fucking be Spider-Man anymore. Yeah. The end. <laughs> That's it. The only thing I would be okay, like here, here's if I was Marvel Disney, this is what I would be writing for. Like, okay, like we'll do this Spider-Verse shit. You guys get Peter, or we'll get Peter, which whoever wants fucking Peter Marvel can claim Peter. Peter. Yeah. If somebody else gets Miles. Yeah. Yeah. And I would Marvel would be better off getting Miles, I think. I agree wholeheartedly. I think they would. Just because like I think Sony needs Peter more because like the Venom yeah. and all that shit. Like they made a buttload of money off of Venom and it was a bad movie. It was a bad they movie. Made, they made a they made a buttload of money off of the name Venom, Venom and Tom Hardy. Venom would have been a great movie in nineteen ninety eight. All right, so this is this is what really is chapping my ass. The news I wanted to get to. Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin will reportedly be the main villain in Spider-Man No Way Home. The main villain. <laughs> so, I will say these are rumors, but we do have confirmed is Melina. Confirmed is Dr. Octopus. He said, "I'm in this movie." I'm not allowed to talk about it. They're probably going to get mad at me, but yeah, I'm done filming. <laughs> I mean, I feel like him saying he's in the movie, it's like, okay, well, that's a whole fucking spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Foxx, Electro, in the movie, confirmed, got in trouble for talking about it. And so there you have it, two different Spider-Man <laughs> universes. So they can stop saying, like, it's not a multiverse thing. And they're like, no, we're not doing that. Andrew Garfield's like, no, I'm not in it. I'm like, come on, man, cut the shit. You're telling me right now you well, haven't made a doing you it, haven't made a yeah you haven't made a movie in five years and we're gonna pay you millions of dollars. He loved playing Spider-Man too, and that's the thing. Like, he actually loved being that character. So, like, right. you're telling me that you're not gonna take millions of dollars to play a character that you loved <laughs> when you're sitting at home? Yeah, cheese? your manager's totally gonna drop you if that's the case. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Um, you're, just sit down. I have yeah. to talk to you for a second. Oh, oh you're already sitting because you've been on your couch for five years. Yeah. You get listen. This you're not gonna believe this, but I have a new role for you. It's Spider Man. <laughs> it's gonna be like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna pass. You know what? Guess what? Find a new agent. I fucking yeah, quit. You know I'm done trying to help you. Peace yeah. I fucking quit. You are you artistic bastard. <laughs> I love Willem Dafoe. I do. But like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like this is a Wait, Green Goblin. James Franco coming back? He should. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> if you're, this is these aren't characters that you just. I don't know. I have no idea. What I think is going to be genius. What I think is going to be hilarious, and it is going to make this my favorite Marvel movie ever. Is if none of this shit is real. <laughs> like none of it, none of these characters in it. Jamie Foxx is in it. They just paid him millions of dollars to say that. Doctor Octopus is in it. They just paid him millions of dollars just to say it. And none of this shit is real. I'm gonna say, you know what? This is. I'm not. I don't have to watch this movie. It's my favorite Marvel movie ever. Take that, guys. I hope it's not real. <laughs> Toby McGuire. I, I'm ready to see him suit back up. Fuck that guy. What has he been doing? <laughs> why that's the question guys why so if you know why let us know that's going to do it for our news and notes we're going to take a second to listen to some ads and we'll be right back have you ever thought about starting your own podcast when i was trying to get this podcast off the ground i had a ton of questions how do i record an episode how do i edit how do i get my show on all the podcasting apps 
Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. All right, welcome back, guys. Thank you for listening to those ads. And if you didn't, no one will ever know. This is the section of the podcast where we review a trade. Some people, I'm talking to Simon, he calls it a trade review. So that's what it is. This week, we are reviewing Crossover. It recently ended the first main story arc, I think last week or last month. And then the trade came out this week, and uh, we're going to talk about it. So we're going to start with issue number one. Crossover was written by Donnie Cates, art by Jeff Shaw and D. Cunafee. Uh, the creative powerhouses behind the best de- best-selling, critically acclaimed God Country, Thanos Wins, and Redneck returns for the biggest launch of the year is what they were claiming. I don't know if I will specifically say that. That's kind of a gaudy, um, you know, proclamation, but that's what they said. Imagine everything you thought was fantasy was real, and now join us in a world where reality is dead and anything is possible. So to start things off, I'm going to say that that's a good, very vague description of what this is. The book starts out, essentially, comic book characters crossing over into the real world. Yep. That's what this whole book is about. It, it becomes sort of this divide in the community where you have like these religious zealots blaming it on the same thing that they always blame stuff on is like devil worshipers and things like that. Immigrant. What did you think? What'd you think? What'd you think about this first issue, man? Um, the first issue grabs me. Um, I, the way that they play upon, they lightly touch on nostalgia because obviously it's an independent, so they don't have access to the trademark characters yeah. that they uh-huh. refer to indirectly. Yeah. Um, so they. Uh, so Donny Cates. Had, did in an interview where he had went to all these publishers, DC, Marvel, and he was like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Showed him pages and stuff. So in the very first page where they're explaining sort of what's going on, you see a guy that looks like Shazam, mm-hmm. except he's blue. In the original cut, he was he was red. It, was it looked exactly like Shazam. But they were like, DC was like, yeah, 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 we're good with all that. But uh, you can't yeah, make you're him not look using exactly our like, Yeah, you can't make him look exactly like him. Like they're okay with 
the teases that we get later on, which, you know, I'm talking about the big, yeah. the big guy, mm. but they're like, mm, that's okay, but not this guy. He has a movie coming out soon. So we don't want him tied to this. People are getting their heads smashed in a few, a few panels after this. We, we don't want that. And so he did go through all these publishers and all these creators and get permission to use some of these characters. So I thought that was really cool. And I thought that they did it. They still did it very subtly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another person would get sued for it still, <laughs> but they did it suddenly enough that, that everyone got the okay. So that was cool. The main character is a, is a girl named Ellipses, which I thought, just me being sort of a grumpy old man, I thought that was a bit on the nose. I was like, eh. But I got over it really quick because they just call her L and they don't even actually reference it again. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. How many characters did you notice, though? That to me, that was the funnest part. Like this, especially this first issue, because you just see this open battle right. in Colorado. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't count, but I. Anytime you have kind of that, the tease or, or almost, you know, hey, find the similarities. Like, who can you spot? I, I definitely get you when you say that because it's like you're you immediately start searching for stuff like oh like who can i find who can i find especially like you said yeah, you know yeah. the very first frame is the shazam-esque type character um <laughs> yeah i i know that I, I mean as far as the first issue i don't want to i know that i felt like i saw like a blue devil in there but i think that was a later issue yeah I think there's a lighter issue that I'm thinking about too, because I, I remember seeing like a Magneto character. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. So this whole this whole comic series is sort of like a where is Waldo of like random characters. Mm -hmm. And it is it dives deep into like the name crossover. It is a crossover between all of our favorite characters. Uh if you listen to the podcast at all, you know that even before the GD show, I was a huge fan of Invincible. And L at work as a fucking shirt is wearing an invisible shirt, like not even like a yeah, no, yeah, not a you know offhanded parody or anything. It says invincible and it's an actual like image. It's got a, it's got a picture of Mark on there. Yeah, it's an actual image from the book. Yeah. And so to me, you you got me, you got yeah. me. I'm in. So you're just dealing with this whole you know, the religious people versus the people that still just kind of want well, their freedom. And it's not even really the religious people. It, I mean, obviously they're a sect of it, but I mean, the the whole premise is this portal opens up in the middle of Denver yeah. and in the middle and brings a superhero fight in the middle of a crowded, densely populated urban area. Yeah. So casualties are realistically high. Yeah. Reactions are rash. And yeah, so very subtle with the teases in this first issue. They do make a lot of references. Um, and but we, then they have the religious content. Yeah. And we know that uh, that Colorado itself is encapsulated in a dome. There was a hero that used his powers to set over, uh, to set a force field around it so that to basically contain this just cataclysmic event. They don't, we don't know about the character that did it. You know, it's all teases and stuff like that. At this comic book shop, this safe haven for people that like comic books still, because it sort of becomes this outlying thing. Like, it's sh people that like comic books are shunned. In fact, 
Elle gets um, a beer bottle thrown at her by some redneck at the very beginning. Recovers incredibly fast when somebody yeah. gets, got busted in the back of the head with a beer bottle. Which was really weird, yeah. It, first of all, it's really weird that that's somebody's reaction to, like, roll up on somebody. But I, I know the world sucks, so maybe it's not that. In my world, maybe that's weird, but in someone else's world, that may happen. Yeah, I haven't really driven by a lot of people and just decided to throw a bottle at the back of somebody's you know head. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Oh, she's wearing a yellow rain jacket. Fuck this girl. So she goes to work at the comic book shop. Her boss is named Otto. They're talking back and forth just about shooting the shit. I did think it was cool that he mentioned this guy's trying to sell comic books to him. And he's like, I don't buy that shit. Marvel and DC stopped being cool once the event happened because then they was just like pushing an agenda which makes sense that's that's cool they're corp big corporations he's like we only sell pre-event stuff here and we only buy pre-event stuff and i thought that was cool because i just thought it was cool that's <laughs> no <a> real reason <laughs> you they, and your empty comics <laughs> they noticed that a girl is shoplifting and they're about to bring down the hammer on this girl this child only to find out that she is one of the comic characters. And it's cool because this is the first distinction you see from the comic characters. Uh, and I thought it was so creative. Yeah. From the comic characters to the regular characters, because it's in a comic book. So they're all quote unquote comic characters. Right. But this one has the uh, the old school, not Kirby dots, but the old school dots. I don't, I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I... I, I... It's not pixelated. I don't know. Is it? It's not Kirby Dots because Kirby Dots is well. It might be Kirby Dots. It Kirby Crackle it's almost is like the, a pointillism kind of yeah. deal. It's the old school comic stuff. How they used to do it back in the day. Pre-image, yeah, pre-image days. So that's really cool. They 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 have a chick that's outside of the bubble. At this point, we don't know that they say that everybody is inside this bubble, and we haven't seen anybody outside of it yet. And this is our first as a reader, our first view of somebody outside of it. So that's cool. And it escalates instantly. There's this hardcore religious figure. Well, everybody clears the comic place once they notice once this they chick, too. So, like, there's the fear even yeah. amongst the non, like, yeah. zealots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they automatically see her, and they're like, yo, call the cops, call the cops, call the cops. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. And this religious dude, cult leader, is just like, listen. Pulls yeah. his son out of the car. His son has a black eye, so he's obviously beating the shit out of his son. Real. Or he hit a doorknob. Yeah, real, real crappy dude. He's like, listen, yeah. I'm. You're gonna throw this Molotov cocktail in this fucking building. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he didn't say that exactly, but he's just like. But I mean, that that's what it is. I'm not doing it. You're gonna do it because you're my son. He's just like, fuck, man. make me proud, boy. Heavy. <laughs> this this is heavy stuff. And this guy's obviously like, gonna do what his dad says. He does it, and. uh it sucks before it happens though yeah ava is talking about ava's the the they call them fakes she's the comic book character that's in this world and they're talking she's talking to l and otto and she's like someone there's someone on the inside that gets people out that's all she said she didn't say inside the orb she didn't say inside the bubble she said there's someone on the inside that gets people out i got separated from my family and she's like can you draw this person for me? She draws it, and Otto's like, "Whoa, no way!" That's and yeah. Ava's like, or L's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> Boom, yeah. explosion. Um, they and you don't really see much after the explosion, except you see L look down at the paper, 
and the paper has a drawing. And when I saw, because I read the first issue, that's all I read of the series. I have every issue collected them, but I just never sat down and read them. Seeing this, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she yeah. says her specific words. It ends, or she's narrating. Oh. Or someone's narrating. She says this story. Dot dot dot. They show the picture. That? Is about hope. And it's fucking Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be real. The guy with a cape <laughs> with an S on his chest. Let's just be real. It's fucking Superman. Yes. And Superman. And I was on board. The S stands for hope. We know that. Yeah. We've seen the movie. I was like, what? This is Superman. This guy pulled it off. He got Superman in this yeah. book. I don't believe this. I had to I check. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I'm at least gonna check out the next issue mm -hmm. what a hell of a cliffhanger man right <laughs> well you and i are both fans of superman just for yes. the sake of him being like the textbook comic book character yeah and i like it's weird like i like the boy scout even though in real life if somebody was that boy scouty i'd be like get this creepy person away from me. Yeah, he's very, very... It's the Boy Scout listeners out there. It would be creepy. But, yeah, it, I mean, something about it, especially after, like, the dark DC Universe movies, it's like, dude, I want bright... I want hope yeah, 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 in yeah. your drab, terrible universe, Zack Snyder. You, like, you're a huge... I'm a huge fan as well of the, original, the original Superman movies. Like... People people give me shit about comparing that to Man of Steel, but I'm just like, dude, I would I would rather watch Superman one over Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the weird time travel thing, like where he spins the Earth backwards, whatever. But again, yeah, even in but the it's movie, Superman, I'm down. Whatever. <laughs> like, or like a Superman two, where he had the he had the kiss, his cellophane and he had the kiss that made her forget her whole whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I didn't question it at all <laughs> for Until years. Recently. Yeah. Superman 4. No, wait. Superman was 3 with Richard Pryor. Superman 3 was bad and Superman 4 was bad, but I still like that. I mean, I remember seeing Superman 4 in the theaters. Like, Superman 4 with, nucle down with, with Nuclear Man with the long radioactive yeah, fingernails. With his fingernails <laughs> and Gene Hackman voicing him. <laughs> I love Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, too. He's my favorite Lex Luthor. Oh, really? You didn't like uh, whatever his name is? Uh, the guy from Smallville? Mark Zuckerberg guy. <laughs> In real life? Jeff Bezos. No. Uh, <laughs> sexual, uh, that movie. Oh. Uh, whatever that guy's name yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is that guy's name? Uh, <laughs> I can't believe no. that I've forgotten. No, I hate that guy. He sucks. I almost said Andy Richter, but that's not <laughs> no, I would much rather see Andy Richter play. Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg, yeah. No. No, he wasn't my favorite. Uh, could have been good, but just, I don't Making know. People, just giving people jars of piss before he blows them up. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so crossover issue yeah. number two. <laughs> <laughs> apparently this story arc is called kids love chains which is a quote from todd mcfarland back in the 90s when people were asking him about spawn and like how he was drawn he was he said spawns kick ass kids love chains and donny cates loves that quote so much that he named this first story arc kids love chains. 
So Kids Love Chains Part 2, the event continues to unravel as L, Otto, and Ava rise from the ashes of the comic shop to begin their four-color odyssey to find the truth beyond the dome. Meanwhile, super prisons. What the hell? Magic guns, mysterious government agents, and other stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens in this. This issue was jam-packed. Yeah. I do want to make note out there, first of all, the first image of this issue is a reporter saying Brian K. Vaughn has been found dead, brutally murdered. Brian K. Vaughn is a very popular writer. I don't know if he's very popular now, but he wrote Runaways um, in the early 2000s. He was popular. I don't know what he's done recently. But then at the bottom, it has a ticker. Well, that he's says, dead. Like, so he hasn't done anything. <laughs> True. At the bottom, it has a ticker that says Chip Zdarsky, which is, if you know me, I love Chip Zdarsky. He did a, his Daredevil run is chef's kiss. Scott Snyder. What? I like Scott. I like Scott Snyder. But like. That's Zach's brother, dude. I, I like Scott Snyder. Scott, I don't think they're Scott, not related, right? They're not. Scott Snyder is a little too the writer's genes. He's a little too much Scott Snyder for me. I do like some of his stuff though. He did Court of Owls. Court of Owls was great. Yeah. But I like Scott Snyder. I'm just not his biggest fan. Robert Kirkman, obviously a huge fan of Robert Kirkman's. They're yeah. all missing. That guy, yeah. I don't I I don't think I've read a Kirkman that I'm like, meh. Dude, hey, I, we just uh, we, we reviewed his newest book called Firepower, uh, I think two weeks ago, and I was like, it can't be. He can't he can't write another book that I'm a fan <laughs> of. I'm, he's getting he's just I'm, cranking up it. I'm ready to tank this one, and I was like, God damn it, I love it. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I love it, man. I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, um, Kirk. Kirkman hadn't misfired. God damn. I don't know how he does it either. He did misfire with the Walking Dead TV show. Uh, they got a little money hungry with that. I mean, was that all of his fault? It or was probably it... wasn't. He was probably just casting checks at that point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, y'all want to do Fear of the Walking Dead? Sure. Yeah, why sure, not? Man, go for it. <laughs> do, I get pay, get... do I get paid for that one? Yeah, yeah fuck I'm it. Getting, do whatever you I, want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the rest of my life, I get a little taste of this. I said, hey, man. Hey, uh, Robert, we want to do – we want to – Kill. I know you didn't Rick do this. Quit. Carl's I, dead. Well, Fuck he's, it. Well, he's like, I know the comic books are still going on, but we want to kill off Rick. And yeah. Like, oh, the main character of the book that's still alive in my book right now. I don't care. He's like, but hey, the twist is we're going to make a movie about Rick. He's not really dead. He's like, I told you, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. didn't care oh, so much. This conversation's <laughs> over. He didn't care so much that I was collecting Walking Dead at the time, and. There was a the story was just going as it, it's been going on forever, and it was just going. And then he announced, just he announced, uh, hey, it was just randomly on Twitter next month, last issue of Walk of Dead. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I read a lot of articles about that just being like people bitching about it, but at the same time, it's like I was okay with it because the cliffhanger was uh, the issue before that Rick gets shot. And so it's like, oh, this this is going to be a big, a big, huge arc. And then he's like, nah, that's nah, it. it is, <laughs> there's only so many times a guy can be shot. That's and it. Continue. Guess what? He's dead. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what happens when a lot of people get shot and there's not a lot of modern person <laughs> around. Yeah, right. It's an apocalypse. He got shot in the stomach. That guy's Oh, dead. yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> Take him to the nearest hospital. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. You mean that one that's overrun with zombies? Yeah, right. <laughs> Take him back where we found him. 
Um, this is it's funny because the they acknowledge it in the narration. They immediately after that news uh, sort of prompt, they say this is more of a second arc storyline. I'm sorry I even brought it up. I probably shouldn't have, which is funny because Donny Cates isn't doing the second story arc after this. Chip Zdarsky is, and he's one of the writers that <laughs> has been listed oh. as missing. And so that's what's funny that it's like, oh, it's more of a, I shouldn't talk about it. And so they acknowledge it. And I do trust Chip Zdarsky. His Daredevil run is probably one of my favorite runs in a long time as far as like modern superheroes. What do you think about issue number two? Well, like like I told you uh, off mic, I mean, the problem that I came into or ran into now that we're like doing an issue by issue breakdown is I got really pulled into the story where I just kept going. Yeah. And I forgot to like, hey, step back, think critical, think like you're going to review this. Yeah, like yeah. I started to just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, That's what we do here anyways, though. So good. Then I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm doing great as replacing Simon. You are doing Perfect. better than Simon. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just kidding, <laughs> I read these books. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I mean, I, I really liked the second issue. There, of course, I have some criticisms, and it's mainly just because, like, I have unanswered questions, which could be resolved in the next arc of yeah. this whole story. So it's like I don't even want to be critical of it. Well, let's talk like, about it. What answer? What answer? Unanswered questions? Are you talking about Secret Agent Man? Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, he's like his office is weird. He has like an Ant Man helmet in his office. Spider Man's web shooters. Yeah, he's just—he's like a guy they say that doesn't exist. I—I I don't really typically like characters like that. They're just you like, mean like Nick Fury because yeah. Nick Fury's the shit. Well, this—this this is the guy. If you look on the left side, it looks like he has that va- uh, Valvaflex. Valvaflex. Val- Valvaflex. Yeah. It looks like he has Valvaflex on his wall. Maybe it's a replica. Probably a replica, but it just—I think it's weird. This character's weird. Andy smoking cigars. Like, who the fuck does that these days? Yeah, in a closed room. As the room's closed. Yeah. It's like a secret office as well. Uh, so you remember the spawn issue that has all the hands hanging out of the... It has, like... There's an old school spawn issue that had, like, Superman's hands, Spider-Man hands, everybody's hands. Spawn's going through and talking to... I don't know, it's like an inner monologue. It's like a classic spawn. I mean, you When you see it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That they played homage to that. Like you see the thing, you see Batman. Who else do we see? Looks like Captain Cold. Oh, oh, you mean in the prison thing? Yeah, yeah, in the prison. Okay, thing. yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Then you yeah, see I got Spawn, Spider Man. I was just literally thinking of like hands somewhere, <laughs> like hanging from the ceiling. I'm like, that's some real serial killer shit. No, no, no. And so it's cool that they have like again. Not spot on, not very distinctly drawn yeah. Batman, but that's buried enough yeah. to not be a lawsuit, yeah. but heavy implications. That's bad with silhouettes that that's fucking Batman. Is that a Green Lantern or is that Captain Cold down low? Uh, it looks like Captain Cold. Okay, but also that's one hundred percent Spawn, which makes sense because it's an image book, and that's Wonder Woman next to fucking Batman yeah. because you can see the silhouette of her rope. Yeah. Spawn, Spider-Man, for sure. There's no way else. That's no one else's on the next panel. It's, uh, that's definitely Spider-Man. 
Where? Which one? On the next panel where he's walking down and he says, you see all of our cells equipped with the draining lamps. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. That's definitely Spawn with a cape. I see Wonder Man's hands in there because Wonder Man's still free, bitches. <laughs> it's because he's dead. Well, whatever. <laughs> Man, they've killed that guy fucking four times and he's come back. Yeah. He's like the Jean Grey of the Avengers. <laughs> so there's this character that we still, even after finishing, don't know who this character is. That can predict the future and has visions of whatever. And he tells this mysterious agent that this kid is the guy that's going to save the event and end it all. I didn't like that. I'd like a little bit more of a nod. I'd like, I would like to say, call him the professor and it's Professor Xavier. Like, don't, it's not Professor Xavier, but it could be. Doctor and it's Dr. Fate. Yeah. (laughs) See, it could be just, I needed a little bit more of a tease. To me, it's just like, because he even asked, which it, that, that was enticing to me. He was like, is it a character that I would know? And he's like, listen, man, I, just do what I tell you to. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore. He gives him this briefcase, you know, going further on our Superman, hence bright green. Yeah. Bright green bullet. This is a kryptonite bullet, man. This guy yeah, has to kill Superman. Yeah. This is where I'm at. I'm like, okay, this is, I'm excited. Where is Clark? I need him now. Um, gets a note. Who the fuck is? But see, I don't think it's Professor X because the note starts with "Hey, man." Yeah, I don't think it's Professor X either. I don't know. Who I don't know who it is either. But yeah, again, like that's so vague that I'm like, ah, like it's frustrating. Almost it's frustrating. Like, at least hint it. More than and me, not also, yeah. More than me not liking it. It was frustrating. It was more frustrating. And also, if you're super agent secret man who runs shit. You're being run by a hero that came through the fucking portal? Yeah, that you hate, apparently. Like, yeah, or, like, actually, we don't even know if this super secret agent man, whose side he's really on, like, if he's a hero hater or what. Like, Yeah, because he makes a statement later on, because he works directly for the president, and the president, we'll talk about it, makes, like, some very... Lex Luthor. He makes some very hardcore decisions, and he's like, damn it. He's really hoping that this kid can stop it all. Yeah. Which is, it's just weird. It's it's weird. They make, we're not. Hey, I will, this kid can stop him. I provided him with no fucking info except <laughs> yeah. a gun and a bullet. <laughs> a green bullet. A fucking direction to travel. He's like, like listen, man, you got to shoot somebody. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you who. You'll know who. Yeah. He was in direct danger of people with powers a lot. He could have used that on anybody at any time. <laughs> He first he shoots the first person that uses powers. Wow. <laughs> he shoots the secret agent guy. Yeah. I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, pal. Oh man. He All right, his yes. Dad, we didn't talk about that. Like his dad's beating the shit out of him, which doesn't make sense. I wouldn't do that to my kids, but it's like he's a hardcore cult religious leader, and he's like, they, you. He feels he's righteous. He's yeah. like, you tried to kill these people. Yeah, and they let you go. No, some may right. <laughs> I don't blame his dad yeah, for which thinking makes that. Sense. Like, dude, you threw a Molotov cocktail at a fucking inhabited business. Yeah, and he's like, you told me to do that. He's, Bro. He's like, you told me to do that. He's like, I, that doesn't have anything to do with what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you did it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're here now. Yeah. Like, how do you not expect me to suspect you? <laughs> yeah. What we're not talking about is they make a 
we're we're talking about some of the characters that we notice and love, but throughout this entire series, they make real references to a ton of characters. Yeah. Um, like Otto talks about Elle's plan is to take the kid to her family in the dome. Mm-hmm. And Otto's just like, I ain't because doing that. Elle's parents, Elle's parents are also in the dome. They were separated at the moment the dome went up. So yep. Elle's been trying to get back inside as well. And she's using this opportunity. Makes sense. Yeah. Kill two birds with one stone. Otto's like, I ain't doing that shit, man. No. Which way. good for him. <laughs> yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, we found a stranger and you were doing it. He's like, uh, so you want to go in there? What? I get to meet Godzilla? <laughs> and three hours ago, my fucking shop got firebombed. Yeah, right. I would I he tried to call the cops on that chick. Yeah. But then she explains that. The person that got them, quote unquote, out didn't get them out of the dome, got them out of sort of like a concentration camp. Uh, the government were picking up. So not only did superheroes from comic books get carried over, but like the side characters and just non-specific characters from comic books also got pulled over. And the government were just roping all of them up into these concentration camps, experimenting on them and things like that. And so this person, Superman was getting people out from the concentration camps, not necessarily from the dome because she has never even seen the dome. So I thought that was an interesting twist, subtle twist, but it was, it was good. Good for the story. Yep. They're saying yep. she doesn't. She definitely didn't. made everything a little bit more sympathetic at that point. Cause yeah. you're like, Oh shit. Like, okay. Concentration like, camps. Man, the government yeah, sucks. Yeah. yeah. You're holding people and experimenting on them. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking rough, man. Yeah. Kids and shit. That's, yeah. That's fucking rough. Um, and then, you know, I don't really disagree with Otto ever in this story. He's just like a regular dude that doesn't want to do with doesn't want to deal with any of that shit. Whose comic his only place of <laughs> employment, his own business was blown up. Not only was it his own business, but it was also passed down from his dad. So like you have yeah. the sentimental value of like so being a family, a family heirloom <laughs> yeah. was destroyed, destroyed. Yeah. by religious zealots. Yeah. And within hours, they're like, let's go on an adventure. And he's like, dude, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. please not, tell me you paid the insurance. He's not, yeah, he's not romanticizing it yet. No. And obviously, you know, Elle has her ulterior motives because her family's there. But he's not there yet. But then I think he just kind of goes with it because what else I got to lose, really? Like, I don't yeah, got shit else to do. Burn his house down? I got shit else to do. So that's cool. <laughs> But he's like, listen, man, and he makes valid points. He's like, I'm a nerd. I read comic books. Just because that little chick out there hasn't shown you any powers or anything, he calls her an atomic bomb, and, and Elle kind of gets offended for her. But he's like, no, like, I'm not being offensive. I'm being realistic. Just because you haven't seen powers from her, she could be freaking Franklin Richards and recreate all of existence. Like, you don't know. I mean, at least then that would eliminate the dome problem. Yeah, right. Then he could probably get his comic book shot back. But <laughs> then you see that she just toasts. I thought it was a little out of character, but she just toasts this rat outside. I guess whether yeah. she manifests her powers then or what. I thought it was a little out of character that it, she was aggro against these mice. 
Well, they were rats and fuck rodents. I'm cool with that. But here, this is one of my actual legitimate criticisms because they set the tone or they they set the new arc or revealed the information about the concentration camps or internment camps with experimentation. Uh And it's based upon this main reality's fear of those that come over having powers and posing threats. And so by giving Ava two pages later, she's showing powers. Otto's fears are fucking relevant. And using them relatively aggressively. And you've left it fuzzy too about the rules of who has powers. Yeah. Because if Ava, if the kid was just a civilian, she's 100% sympathetic. Yeah. If she actually has powers, then you're like, wait, so do all the fucking people in these camps actually have fucking powers? Yeah, the experimentation is wrong, but like maybe grouping all these people together just right, like maybe the situation. Yeah. Yeah. The the measures are extreme, not debating that. But the reasoning behind it is there and it's like, ah, uh, like, and like you said, it, it, it she zaps some fucking rat, a, a rat because she's afraid of it. But like, yeah, she has fucking power. So it's like, yeah, but what? like you said, it's exactly like Otto said, like he's 100%. He has not been wrong. Right. Like she could develop, power, which we see spoiler, which we see she can do a lot of shit. Like she could have just destroyed his house and then the motherfucker wouldn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> She could have done that. And he said she could have done that. And we know that she could have done that. Right. uh, Also, I don't know why they just didn't ask the fucking little girl, like, hey, have you noticed that you have any powers? Yeah. But if they did that, then they probably wouldn't have a a few more issues in this storyline. Yeah, then they probably would have, I don't know, wait until that guy guy comes and shoot her in the head. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So issue number, fuck, issue number three. Kids Love Chains, Part 3. Monsters and robots falling from the sky. Mysterious and familiar superheroes joining our gang on their journey to Event Ground Zero. Crossover continues with the series' most explosive and shocking issue to date. I mean, uh, I mean to date, yeah. When At the time that this came out. It's definitely yeah. the most shocking yeah, out of the yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I thought was interesting, I don't know if you got this. I'm going to say it before you can talk. The Watchmen? Watchmen. This is 100%. This is the Watchmen. Yeah, the opening pages totally refers to the ending of the Watchmen graphic novel slash comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the fucking movie. I like that a lot. So that that immediately, I was just like, woo. Yes. That's clever. (laughs) And then, like, how genius to add that because, like, you, that's the Watchmen without it being the Watchmen. Like you don't have, they don't talk about the Watchmen at all. It's just like a giant squid lands on the city, but it's actually talking about Denver. Like it just ha- that just happens to happen to Denver, and it's the same thing that happened in Watchmen. It just to me, it was that was genius writing. Yeah, because I was like, oh, that's perfect. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. And then like yep. you're so wrapped up. If you're a comic book reader, you're so wrapped up in that being Watchmen that the next page you don't realize that that's the evacuation so we immediately yep. then see l and her family like trying to escape and you're and just yeah the hitch, you're, you're brought yeah. down to the street yeah it just automatically yeah. hits you and so i'm like 
okay, wow. So I'm reading it really fast paced. And then next panel, you see Dr. Fucking Strange. <laughs> like, I know it's not Dr. Strange, but let's just say that's just Dr. Fucking Dr. That's Dr. Strange. He's got the pointed cape. That's you know, Doctor Strange. I'm just like weird fingers. I'm like, dude, what is this book, man? And then you sort of see the journey of um, yeah, yeah, whatever. Doctor Strange, man. Elle losing Doctor her family. Doctor Strange putting up the yeah. barrier to protect everybody. She escapes at the very last second. Um, Elle's disguising Ava with makeup, even though her hair is still Kirby dotted. Whatever. We don't want to talk about it. It's fine. Which they address that. I yeah. mean, they're like, hey, you know, her hair's, you know, we can't do anything unless we can find a wig, but, but at least can. the makeup. Yeah. So it's at least addressed. I'm cool with that. And then we pan over to the dad beating the shit out of the son. What's the kid's name? Uh, Billy? I don't fucking know. Something. The, kid, the main guy. Protagonist. Whatever. He's going to shit beat out of his dad, as we mentioned before, about like, hey, How'd you? How are you here? What'd you tell yeah, you're me? Snitch. I'm gonna be the shit out of you until you tell me. And it, it's kind of it's not like hard to watch. Or it's not hard to read, but it, reading, I was just like, uh. Yeah, I wanted to get through it quickly. Yeah, like me watching kids get beat up makes me uncomfortable. It just does. Uh, and so I was just like, uh, that's because it's like not just a beat up. He's got a one panel is getting kicked in the face. <laughs> like this is like hardcore shit. Like for a guy to lift his son up and like open Hanley's about to really punch him in the face. I'm like, dude, I know people live that, but like my parents are dope. <laughs> like, and like uh, your dad, your dad's a great ass dude. Your mom's badass. Like we have good they, parents. They've never kicked me in the face. <laughs> yeah. We have a good parents. My and dad, I'm very grateful for yeah, that. My dad has never, like if my dad has been angry at me, I never knew it. So the I mean, I got an ass whipping, but I yeah, earned yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like this, though, like, never to the face. Not like this. Like yeah. I remember, even as an adult, like I got into uh, like this guy is wrapping a belt around his hand to like to protect his feet. own hand to yeah. punch his son. Yeah, like as an adult, I remember as a young adult getting drunk and like sideswiping a car. And uh, me going home and like not even like I'm a fucking. Was deal this with... in the uh, suburban? No, this was in. The, I had the PT Cruiser for a little bit, <laughs> and this was like I was like I'm not even gonna deal with it. I got drunk and I got <laughs> went back to my parents' house. I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just I'm not I don't know gonna deal with it. Just in the episode, since you're like I can, it's fine. <laughs> confessing, <laughs> but but I dealt with it because my dad like yanked me out of bed and was like, yeah, we're gonna we're going to do this. Where was it at? Where, where were you? We're going to go to this person's house. And my dad like dragged my ass to this person's house. Like no aggression though. Right. Not like this. Like my dad didn't like just beat the shit out of me yeah. to get me to confess it. He was just like, Hey man, what happened? Right. You got to do the right thing. Like, you know, like you could be a piece of shit, but you got to do the right thing. Well, I think, you know, in this perspective, he's trying to teach you to do the right thing. Whereas this guy, this priest, obviously knows he's not doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We like, got lucky, yeah. man. We got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got, yeah. For sure. We got lucky. For sure. Um, I, I, I don't need to, yeah, won't debate that ever. One thing I will say was weird, and I need to ask you about this. Um, when he's leaving, he says, we'll go to church tomorrow. You better be there. He locks a door or unlocks a door. I don't. I, this one panel. He locks it. 
but he locks the door, but the son doesn't unlock anything. He just leaves. Like what's he goes the... Out the fucking window? Does he? Yeah, the window's open. I just didn't know the significance. Page sixty nine. Page sixty nine. The window's open because the lightning hits. Because he's got the gun in. The, no, the before kid... that though. Before that, the dad leaves, locks yeah. the door. The son grabs the gun and then goes to his dad's door. Does he go to his dad's door, or is yeah, he, he just still? To... His... He goes to his dad's door, grabs the... Oh, no, you're right. Maybe that's his door. Yeah, yeah, okay. That makes more sense. He goes to his door. By the way, the kid's name, the son's name is Ryan. Ryan. Short for Orion. The new god. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. All Uh, you dark fans and all fathers That makes way more sense. Him... See, it looks like a hallway. This one panel to me looks like a hallway, but that makes more sense. I I agree that it... There is some ambiguity to it, but he goes to his door and then he talks when, himself out of it. Like, how intense is that though? He's about to. He's like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, he has made the choice. He's like, "Yeah, he's like, like he just beat my ass. Fuck this. This is the bullet yeah. to save the world. I'm gonna." I feel shoot like he you. just didn't want to go to church the next day. He's like, yeah, "You know what? I really I don't want to wake up early. I'm I gonna feel, go kill my dad." I feel that. I've had that <laughs> conversation with myself. <laughs> but like, how intense is that? He's like, "This is the bullet." That's going to save the world. And you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to shoot this guy. <laughs> my dad. I mean, not to spoil it, but later on, it might have. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But he leaves. Lightning strikes and it snaps him out of it. And he's like, you know what? You're right. I Fuck this. I'm out. Is that lightning strike authorities, perhaps? Who knows? I, I'm, or Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. We do get some Thorteases. They talk about Thor in there. Yeah, they talk about the hammer, yeah. Uh, so then we go to the, the highway where they're trying to get to the dome and they're doing routine checks, checkpoints. Otto, As you do. Otto is, yeah, they're looking for this girl, obviously. Why would you not expect them to shut everything down? Otto's freaking out. We're going to jail yeah. or we're going to get shot in the head. Yeah. That makes sense. Either way, not good for Otto's <laughs> family comic shop. And Otto is also like, hey, remember that time I said we should stay here? Yeah. This is why. <laughs> this is exactly why. Uh, but Elle's, you know, like, yeah, we're fine, whatever. She's playing it way too cool. That was a, She was a little annoying to me. When but was, she was just super hopeful? Well, she's she a fucking just, she, Superman fan, dude. I know. She was hopeful, but she was just like, yeah, 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 you're, you're not... That does not... It, she just brushed him off a little too much. This, yeah. This guy's freaking out and being realistic. Yeah. She really doesn't try to comfort him too much. But I get it. She does have her eye on the prize, saving right. the girl. She, you know, she mentions earlier, like and stakes are raised later. Yeah, she raises she raises the question, like we read comic books and we adore these heroes, but this is the situation, and like where we have to, to be the heroes. Like, let's do it. Yeah. So that and the fact that she also gets the bargaining chip of like her parents as well. So I guess it makes a little more sense. But she goes out out of character. She sees the guy that, well, I guess it's not out of character. She spits in his face earlier. She sees that guy. She's like, hey, asshole. This guy's hitchhiking in the rain. Yeah, that part was a little in- too convenient for me where it's like, wait, this guy's just hitchhiking down a fucking highway this right whole there. time? Yeah, right there. The only highway, apparently, going towards the dome? Utah, man. There's only one road straight through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, Utah. That's true. There's not, yeah, fair enough. And so uh, she's yelling at him. She pushes him down. He's kind of a wimp. Um, 
I mean, he gets his the shit beat out of him regularly. Yeah. Obviously, and he doesn't right before him. this. Yeah, and her, immediately he, before this. I'm surprised he didn't just fucking shoot her. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but he, you feel for the kid because yes. it's not his fault. Even throwing the thing, the Molotov cocktail wasn't his fault. It was his dad, you know. And right, and he even and, and also to go back and address that, he even stayed at the place. Yeah. To and was fully repentant with yeah, uh, went to jail. And, the cops. Yeah, and he said, "I don't want. I just don't want to go back home." He's like, "I yeah. hurt people. Please yeah. put me in jail." Yeah, yeah, I feel for this kid. It sucks, man. Which I'm like, somebody call CPS. <laughs> yeah, like because superheroes are running rampant. CPS, like they don't have a job anymore. Yeah, they're busy fucking <laughs> rounding people up for concentration camps. Jesus Christ! And so she kind of sees what's going on. She sees the fucking gun in his bag. <laughs> Which I don't understand. For me, that was a little weird because it's like, uh, you know, my dad made me do this. My dad made me do this. I don't want to hurt anybody. Just leave me alone. And, then, <laughs> and here's the gun. <laughs> and then she sees the gun. She's like, oh, yeah, you don't want to hurt anybody. I'm yeah. just like. You seem like a very stable individual. <laughs> what? Yeah. That you just firebombed a place of business that I was inside. <laughs> I now see you are concealing a weapon in Come your bag. Me. Yeah. The you know person what? that you wanted to kill earlier. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then this uh, hillbilly sher- or sheriff or police officer comes and he's like, give me your IDs. And we know she Because doesn't. you know what's strange at a checkpoint? When people are fucking <laughs> yeah. standing out in the rain pushing each Yelling other. Yelling at each other. Yeah. 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 Guess what, guys? Uh, I need to see some IDs. Like, that's not out of here. Can y'all please provide me an explanation? <laughs> and then out of nowhere, Gundam. I imagine it's supposed to be like a Gundam or some any sort of... Well, I mean, it's a Gundam. Yeah. It's a Gundam. Fighting yeah. the squid. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. I like Otto because Otto is... I think I relate to him because I feel like this would be me in this situation. That's who the reader would yeah. really be. Yeah. I love comic books and like this I would be mesmerized. And we see him throughout the book, like being sort of in you know, romanticizing these characters. Yeah, he's fucking fanboy. That's me. I would be like, Oh my god, this is awesome. But he's also like realistic about it. And, and uh, yeah, fanboying while absolutely terrified. Everybody's freaking out because yeah, Gundam is fighting a giant squid. Outside of the dome, which is something that has not happened yet. And then we see Doctor Strange again. And it's fuck yeah. It's badass. Uh, she grabs Ryan. Let's get in the car, even though you want to kill bring us. Bring your gun. Yeah, bring your backpack full of bullets. Like, I don't know. I don't know that you just have one bullet in there. It doesn't. Yeah. Also, who cares if you have one fucking bullet? <laughs> yeah, like, you're killing one of us. That's, yeah, that's one person going down for sure. Then you see this guy. Who looks like an exaggerated version of Doctor Strange? Knock on the window. Have you seen this girl? Uh, Ava pops out and she's like, do you know this guy? And she says, specifically, yeah, he saved us. That's Doctor Strange. (laughs) Now, Ellie does respond with Doctor Strange. I just love it so much because like, as a reader, you see him, you see him, you're like, yeah, that's Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's Doctor Strange. Yeah. And then the character immediately says, that's Doctor Strange. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the legal joke there. Yeah. Like, well, hey, like it's it Doctor checked, Strange. <laughs> it also checked us as a reader like, okay, yeah, that's not Doctor Strange. We know it's not actually right. Doctor Strange. 
and then he gets more like creepy and not creepy, but more like less Doctor Strangey. <laughs> yeah, panels we see him, he's like hardcore casting spells and doing his yeah, and he's silhouette from behind. Yeah. He's fucking Doctor Strange, and now he's just like kind of this weirdo magician. Yeah, um, but I love his introduction. He says, "Who are you?" Otto asks him. He says, "I'm Doctor Black with the Q from the Paybacks." And a, a normal person wouldn't know who the Paybacks are. But the Paybacks was one of Donny Cates' first stories. Uh, oh, was that him? Yeah, Donny Cates wrote the Paybacks. And they even they talk about it in a little bit. <clears throat> it was a Dark Horse book that Donny Cates, it was, nobody knew who he was. He had no hype behind him. So uh-huh. nobody read it. And in fact, it says, uh, who the hell is like, Otto? Hey, man, I got, I got to throw some payback references in there and get my sales up. I appreciate that, though, because he's like, I'm you know like, what? If I want to cross over other, you know, Dark Horse I'm books, crossing over my I, shit. I wrote a book for Dark Horse. I own that shit. Bring that shit over. Yeah. And, like, I I love it because a casual and even ex- uh, seasoned reader maybe wouldn't know who the paybacks were. And, honestly, I only know it because I did a deep dive on Donny Cates when I, you know, sort of fell in love with him and Otto says who the hell are the paybacks and he's like hey kids and it does like a narration and it's like hey kids remember the paybacks it was like no one ever read it and it got canceled <laughs> and it says that <laughs> in the narration he says but if you had read it this scene would be awesome <laughs> I loved it so much I really appreciate it one he said, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to bring these characters in. Y'all didn't read yep. that shit, but I bet y'all read it now. I bet y'all go yeah. back and read the paper. It's going to be awesome. And these are like, even later on, they have like, a, you know how they have like the translation text in Marvel. Yeah, the like editor's notes. Yeah, he's like, uh, Paybacks, complete edition, offered up in our store. Yeah. Um, so they have a back and forth, and then he does his magic thing, which I appreciate is the pew, 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 because that's <laughs> good old corny. finger guns. Yeah, it's corny. <laughs> And the inside of the van is like the Sanctum Satorum. It's like this big ballroom type thing. And um, you see... Wait, does he go inside the van? So this this is inside the van, this ballroom. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, because later on, he's like, we're, they say, like, we're in the van, we're in the van or whatever. How do we... You're get- right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, then they show the paybacks, all the actual characters from there. And you learn... you We saw that... Ryan m- might have read comics. He says that he, he's a comics fan. He said before, like, I just picked it up. I wasn't reading it. So you're like, mm, yeah, because his fucking crazy ass yeah. dad found one of his comics yeah, and so treated like, it like fucking hardcore pornography. Yeah, right. So like, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But he's like, ah, uh, yeah, I read indies. And so automatically I'm like, yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> and he's, he says, you're the paybacks. And he's like, hipster indie guy. Like, even me, I. I'm not like that. He's like, but you're like jealous of this dude. I'm jealous. Now I'm going to start dressing like him and wearing a backpack yeah, with a gun. Asking your dad to wear a collar and beat the shit out of you. I'm going to have a gun in my backpack next time you see me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I like that. <laughs> please, he's like, <laughs> please edit that part out. <laughs> I like that they say that he's like, yeah, I liked them, but they got canceled. So it makes me appreciate, like, oh, yeah, I like terrible things. But them as characters are like, we got canceled. Yeah, uh, we're badass. Why do we get canceled? Um, so that's cool. They have a back and forth, and then they 
L is explaining the plan, like we're going back into the dome to reunite the family. The members of the Paybacks are like, listen, we don't do anything unless the big boss says we do it. And we're like, oh, shit, we're about to get fucking Superman. This is it. (laughs) This is it. We don't do anything unless the big boss says it. And she's like, uh, the drawing is out that was referenced earlier that has the possible Superman, uh-huh. a silhouette of boots. Yeah, she says, she says, is this him? I yeah. want to talk to him. And he's like, oh, that is, is that a drawing of me? And you're like, yeah. oh, he, shit, said, like, he comes what? out. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. Is that a drawing of me? And he's, he sounds super corny. Like you said, the boots cape, like maybe a little curl popping out. Yeah. And he's like, and his distinct words. Hey, would you look at that? That's just swell. Fucking so Superman. That's so Smallville. Blew my mind. Yeah. And then but it you was were, a character okay, were, I didn't know. You didn't know about Madman at all? No. Oh, okay, so see, Madman's a, he's been around for a while. And I was like, I I don't have to read another page. <laughs> Shanks <laughs> kids. I love this. I love this. And like my I, compliments like to I the talk to you. We talk, I don't know if we talked about it on air or not, but like I spent a lot of money buying Superman, Madman, Hollabaloo, which is like a crossover event between the two characters. And for for this, I, I was just like, oh my gosh, Madman, this is genius. <laughs> and it makes sense. So a lot of people don't know at my uh comic book shop austin books and comics they have like you have shirts everywhere and and things like that but a very distinct like merchandise item that they have is behind the register they have multiple do you know the character grendel he has like a black mask and he has white eyes and he has it's if you see him you probably know him i'm looking him up right now but they have a grendel mask like old school halloween mask with like the cheap elastic you know what i mean like it's just plastic oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay so it's just plastic face they have old school grendel mask like a bunch of them and then madman mask as well that you can buy and it's funny because he used to work there and so it's it kind of ties that in together and so like for me i think it's genius <laughs> and it just and again if you had context on like older like this character you'd be like oh that's great and it's also like it was Superman, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, uh, I won't lie. I really had my hopes that it was Superman. Yeah, me too. But I... <laughs> but it a- was fine with I mean, After the initial, like, disappointment of just like, oh, man, that kind of sucks, that misdirect, I, I, it still didn't... Even though I had no context of who the fuck that was, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wait, what was I really expecting thinking fucking Superman was going to show <laughs> yeah. up when they haven't been able to put a legit... Yeah, this was going to be like a hardcore... Because if it was so, Superman being the main character, it would be a DC book. I, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. But, yeah, so I was like, it, it just a short, but small... But gotcha. Like, it was like a gotcha. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was a serious gotcha moment. And, you know, I just was like, who's this freakazoid ripoff? <laughs> Madman's cool. And he's like, hey, you can call me Frank. And I don't, know if yeah. that, I don't know if that threw you off because at one point they call him Frank and then Dr. Strange calls him Einstein. His name is Frank Einstein. Frank Einstein. Yeah. I love Frank Einstein. I love yeah. his name. Uh, okay, so issue number four. You fucking love his name. <laughs> issue number four. Kids it's love chains. Hell, so why not? Four. Hey, kids. 
it's time for a field trip. Journey to the strange land of magical Colorado, while our team of heroes searches for a way to shatter the dome and expose the truth behind the event. Also, that last issue was pretty crazy, right? Yes, it was. Yes. Uh, gotcha moment. That was a great gotcha. You have to admit, though, that was a great gotcha moment because it was intentional. Like the hope, the Superman. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she but you dashed my hope on the rocks. <laughs> Holy shit. You're mad. Are you mad, man? And then the the text dialogue is like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. You call me Frank. And he's just like, he's a cool character. What you see? Uh, I'll take your word on it, He's man. He's pretty cool in this because you have a you have a track record of really fixating on great cool characters. <laughs> He's pretty great in this, of course. <laughs> and so they're trying to figure out a way to get into the dome. Apparently, the longer you're outside of that, your powers start to dampen. So Doctor Strange or Doctor Black, whatever his name is, he can't just zap everybody back in. So apparently there's this museum of artifacts that people have collected from their hunt of superheroes. And they're like, you know what? We'll just go there. I have a feeling, which is, you know, whatever. It's a little on the nose. But they're like, I have a feeling something could help us get in there from there. It's calling to me. Um, and they go to this place and it's the Hall of Justice, like from Super Friends. They don't call well, it. They don't call it that. But you you might want to point out too that the portal that's inside the dome it's oh, yeah, revealed yeah, yeah. that it is still active. That like it's still bringing good guys and bad guys into Denver. Like yeah, that's right. They talk about it's alien. not like it's zapped and then a dome. It's this dome and there's a fucking portal. The crossover is still occurring. Yeah, Ava talks about are her parents safe? And Madman is saying it's not that simple. Your we got your parents back. Like the portal doesn't work just one way. Like it also, yeah. And it it's weird because it, they said it fluctuates. So it's there. Sometimes it's not, but it's there. And so it's like, yeah, your parents are back where they belong. So and in the image that they have of inside the dome, you've got a helicarrier teased, a Chitari, Avengers one centipede flying thing. Yeah. You've got celestials in the background, the stay puffed marshmallow, stay puffed man. marshmallow man. You have the, the, the X-Men's Blackbird. Yeah. The, yeah, the Watchman Squid still being teased. So so good. You've got a lot. Genius. Oh, and War of the Worlds robots from I guess um Alan oh, yeah, Moore's yeah. Yeah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, or just the original. Who knows? So good. And they say, so, okay. Yeah, it's still teasing a lot of meta stuff. Yeah. And they say, listen, let's... Otto says, I have an idea. And Otto's the one that brings it up. Like, there's the... that I, I forgot about that. He's the one that says, there is this place that has all these artifacts, pretty much. Yeah. We should go there. We let's can go find power something. up. Yeah, we can find something to break into this place. Something I thought was weird that I would have... I would have... I would have enjoyed if they... If this character was more distinct. For me, I don't know who this character was. The dad, at his compound, oh. is beating the shit out of this superhero that he has locked up. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I never really pieced together who, if that character was inspired by somebody else. 
Yeah, it looks very generic. I wish that he would have that would have been something. Like I just wish it would have been a little like a like a Robin or something. Like I, that would have been great. Oh, if it Jason was Robin. Todd would have been yeah, really because, good. Yeah, because yeah. Jason Todd catches the beat down. It would have been good yeah, to me. Because this dad is beating using a baseball, baseball bat to beat the shit yeah. out of this dude that's changing their basement. Yeah. Which did the son know about this guy? I know. That's what I, I think is weird too. Uh, that's a, I don't know, man. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, yeah. So the paybacks are like, listen, L, we'll handle this. You can't go. She's like, listen, I'm I'm going. Obviously, she's the main protagonist. She's going. Madman yep. is like, fuck it, let's go. Who cares <laughs> at this point? He's mad. They roll up to this place. Man. <laughs> they roll up to this place, and it's the Hall of Justice. Oh yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's one hundred percent the Hall of Justice. Mm-hmm. I still appreciate so much how different the comic book characters look from the comic book characters. Mm-hmm. like the dots I, for me i don't know i just think it's genius i would have never thought about that um they go to this museum and they even I, I i love how meta sort of this thing is they they don't break the fourth wall but they acknowledge the things that we're thinking about yeah so they're like yeah we're in this place um it doesn't really make sense because they hate us but then they have a museum collected of like all these things. And he's like, yeah, eh, most of this shit's fake. <laughs> it's like most of this stuff doesn't do anything. And then we see a lot more stuff. Uh, we see Absorbing Man's mm-hmm. uh, ball and chain. We see a sentinel up top hanging from sentinel, the ceiling. Maybe some Iron Man armors. We see Captain America's shields. See, I kind of got an Onslaught vibe from that big ass armor or an OMAC. Yeah, I can see that. But whatever. Yeah, it's, we got the you know, ultimate nullifier, a red skull. Yeah, whole Hellboy's uh, Hellboy's gun. This character, which is like a Superman, I can't know. I don't know if this is a real character, but it looks like a Superman Captain America mix. The mask from the mask movie, comic book. Which one? Where? Whenever D first oh, okay, up, okay, she's like, yeah, I got you. Uh, you have to run or whatever. The mask, I love the mask. So for me, uh, like, of oh. course, another <laughs> fucking oh. winner there. And then all of a sudden, there's just all these security guards. They just pop up because why not? And start blasting. And of now course. Ava conveniently uses. So I, can't, I start blast <laughs> yeah. Frank style, and uh, <laughs> Ava uses her powers again. But the thing is. No, she uses her powers first, and then they shoot because she uses her powers. She doesn't even use her powers. Her eyes go glowy instead of just zapping people. Yes. She's, she's like, like, hey. More like a threatening, like an angry Superman stop, type. Please stop or we'll yeah. fire. And she's yeah. like, no, you won't. And it's like, like oh. okay, that's threatening. That- <laughs> yeah, bye, bitch. Yeah. yeah. And then Madman does his thing. With a fucking yo-yo. With yo-yo. <laughs> Is that his usual thing or like? He's random. He's like Pat. <laughs> and he beats the shit out of like 11 dudes with a yo-yo. Oh man, I love it so much. Um, and then you you start to, the guys are subdued. You see the Michael Keaton Batmobile. Mm. You see that in there. Yep. Very subtly. And then they start talking about this old lady again. She is a comic book character she goes there all the time her father would visit this place which how did she not get caught but why not yeah whatever yeah why not she sneaks in 
And for me, this was a big this uh, old lady sneaking in all sly. For me, this was a big deal. But for someone that, that hasn't read God Country, it's not it doesn't seem significant. She says, You seem familiar. How can you help us? Who are you? And she says, My name is Deanne Quinlan. And you know my grandfather's name was Emmett. Emmett Quinlan was the main character of God Country, and D was a like a little kid in this story. So it was like, oh man, she's an old lady now. Her grandpa's obviously dead. And then you see Valifax, the legendary sword of swords. You would like God Country. I mean, the context was provided though. Like yeah. I understood the gravity of it without knowing yeah. the backstory. And I, when I when I got when I got to that, I was just like, damn, I should have had him read God Country two because uh, you would understand the gravity of it. But as hey, as the but as as the writers would also be like maybe maybe they didn't read yeah. God Country, they had a a page that said what the hell is Valifax, yeah, and then they had this a snippet from the actual book three or four pages and it established even more context of Valifax and I was like cool yeah yeah because yeah, those are taken directly from the comic so that's pretty cool oh spoiler alert <laughs> meanwhile and I'm and then there's you, an ad for God Country. <laughs> Yeah, read, read God Country now. This uh, case guy really knows how to market his own shit, and I appreciate it. He really does. He's like, you know what? Uh, let's go. Let's take it all the way back to my first book. And the paybacks. I've got these uh, pencil sketch drawings of people that I did. <laughs> Stick so figures. We get our guy again. The Secret uh, Man. Secret, Secret Man. Agent Man. He seems less intense. Because in the first time we meet him, the everyone's scared of him. And the police yeah. officers are like, hey, if there's anything else we can do to help you, let us know. And he's, he's like, like get, the get the fuck out, fuck out of my office. <laughs> and he's like having a cigar. But now he's like, um, Mr. President? Um. <laughs> and the president's a, an asshole. So. Even this, though he said one word that I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very it was perfect yeah this is exactly what we developed the amalgam project for and for me i love mobile versus dc uh, hey man. Amalgam. i'm down with it i'm yeah. down with it i didn't think that they would even let's actually... get some dark claw in yeah. there. i was like okay amalgam that's cool that's not a coincidence i know that's very intentional don't you think it's overkill just do what i tell you to click and then he shows Project Amalgam is actually fusing characters together, which is what Amalgam was. Yep. And we my see definition. my boy, Combo Man, back there. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize <laughs> that. Oh, Combo Man. Good for them. Combo Man. So for the listeners out there in the 90s, well, combos are the delicious yeah. slash gross. Yeah. Pack of pretzels injected with processed flavors. <laughs> Never would have ate it if it wasn't for combo. combo. <laughs> yeah. So in Marvel Comics, there was usually like a full page ad at least once in every issue yeah. promoting combos. And it would take like the top of a famous character's head, their eyes, chin, and it would just piece all these multiple characters yeah. together. It was like Hulk's hair, Cyclops' eyes. Uh, like Captain America's chin, somebody's shoulders, like Magneto's shoulders, Punisher's yeah. chest. Yeah, part of Punisher's chest. Spider-Man's hands. It was like a bunch of different characters yes. just layered through it. It looked badass, but totally doesn't make sense. 
Did they ever? They should have done like a run. There was uh, an combo issue. Man. They did. There's a combo man issue. Yeah. Presented by the makers of combo combos. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man gauntlets, Wolverine abdomen, Captain America, and Punisher chest. Iron Man. I think it's Dark Hawk, or is that Dark Hawk? Like somewhere on his legs or something. Yeah, it looks like it. Symbiote, a little bit of venom on there. Had to have the venom on there on his. Yeah, arm. had venom on his on his elbows. Yeah. Hulk hair. Well, I don't understand why that was. It's like, the strongest hair there is. Combo man. Uh, so yeah, I again, I'm a sucker for nostalgia. If you know me, you know that. And so, especially seeing, for an obscure combo man, seeing like, combo man in there, I was just like, oh my god, I'm in. I don't even know if the story's good anymore at this point, but I'm in. <laughs> it's got combo man. It's got cares. combo man in it. And oh, so, it. he's so badass. Human Torch knees. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's Carnage elbows now. Hey, man, it's whatever Combo Man wants. Yeah, that's true. Magneto cape. Oh, man. Okay, so. Issue five. Yeah, sorry to get it. Yeah, no, we it's, really that's what we're at. Kids Love Chains, part five. Finally, it's all come to this. What awaits our heroes at ground zero? What is the nefarious Father Low up to in his basement? Who the hell is narrating this book? Where am I? What's happening? Find out in part five. But you don't. But you don't find out. I was getting confused at who was narrating at this point. Because I didn't even think about it. It splits a few times. Now, I do have a question on that first panel. Is that Big Boss Man on the right? Um, let me go to it. Escorting the hero man on page looks 117. Like no, it. it looks like it. And it also yeah. reminded me of that um, Maximum Carnage issue where they're Taking Cletus Cassidy down the chambers where he's tied, he looks like mm-hmm. Lecter. That's what it, that's what it reminded me of. Okay. Right. Um, this got intense real quick because the same guy that was getting beat up by the dad, and I guess they can detect powers now. It was a power dampener, but they also can detect powers. They get him in there and they're like, "Yeah, this guy doesn't have powers." Yeah. Sorry, yeah. let's get him. Well, out they of here. they said somebody called an anonymous tip to get pick up this dude. Yeah, but yeah, like the powers thing. Yeah, they're just like he's. We don't even know if he's fucking actually power. <laughs> yeah. But again, the fear of like what if they are yeah, results yeah. in him like immediately detaining this guy. They cut his tongue out like God because he definitely looks like if he had powers, he wouldn't have had the shit beat out of him. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, and like you said, his tongue was cut out like. He was maimed. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, this guy's a threat. And it's like, this guy looks malnourished. This guy got is, was abused severely. Yes. Like, let's, let's, let's let him give him a pencil and some paper, man. <laughs> let him tell us <laughs> yeah. the story. But nope. He said, listen, man, there's a bomb in my chest. And, and <laughs> is that what he said? I guess that's what he was trying to say. Explodes. We see Stormbreaker, Wolverine. Uh, yeah. So the 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 cape though was taken into one of the prisons, holding the escaped capes outside of the dome. Yes. And yes. So then, very Dark Knight esque, cell phone bomb in the body or whatever the hell it yeah. was blew up. Now the inmates are out. And then in the shadows, so, yes. yeah, in the shadows we see Thor, Superman, Wolverine, uh, Spawn, maybe the Hulk. 
Shadows. Very good use of shadows. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out how to get Valifax out of there. Valifax just goes with them. Valifax is a sentient sword. He's like, let's the sword do it. Of all swords. Let's do it. I could teleport. Let's just get there. I really don't like the fact that it was inspired by those stupid ass big swords from Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's giant. It's like bigger than all of the characters. Like, we'll make this as white as a human. <laughs> they get there and uh you see that the government's not wasting any time. They're like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah. They just start bombing it because that's, why not? We don't understand yeah, it. Let's bomb. bomb it. Yep. And uh, Ryan starts to realize like, oh, this is what my dad wanted. So maybe he did know that that's what his plan was. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like he realized it after he saw like, yeah. oh my God, this is my dad's doing. This is what he really wanted. After, you know, yeah. I, yeah. The Shatterstar payback character, he looks like Shatterstar. He has the stupid, yeah, he's fucking Shatterstar. Shatterstar yeah, he's got the weird, like, <laughs> head pads. Yeah, and he's like, I think some of our guys are here. And my boy Frank is like, Ugh. Your boy Frank. I don't, think these are, I don't think these are our guys. Like a super scroll in the middle? Yeah, there's like weirdly mixed together characters. Looks like a Captain like Marvel. Gums? Yeah. Amalgams? <laughs> Captain America mixed with Ghost Rider. Way too way too funky to actually distinct, which is cool. Yeah. It's like Wolverine mixed with Creeper. And this guy's Madman's like, listen, uh I can't help you anymore. I gotta take I gotta take care of our own people, man. Whether they're monsters which or not. Which is really cool for them to do. As soon as they fucking teleport in, they're like, hey, I gotta go, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whether they're monsters or not, we gotta put them down. Just take the sword. If you know, you know about the sword. If once you hold the sword, you have all the knowledge. Because that was the premise of God Country is Emmett has Alzheimer's. So he's just like this angry, just like he screams. Nobody wants to be around him. His, he doesn't remember his son. And he gets this sword all of a sudden is randomly lands on earth. He grabs it and he can remember his entire life. He's younger. He's spry. He's like Hank Hill when he was doing testosterone. He's jumping over lawnmowers. He's he's back, and so he is addicted to having the sword. And so that's why, like, once she gets the sword, she has the knowledge of everything. And so they have panels from God Country. They have panels from Madman in this. And she's like, "Oh shit, I think I know Kung Fu." <laughs> like, I, I did like that line when she cool. looked at Otto. It was like, "I know Kung Fu," <laughs> and then it's just a big battle. Big battle, which to me was like anticlimactic because she learns all this stuff and she's like, I know Kung Fu. And then she drops the sword. Yeah, as you do. Well, I mean, in her defense, a bomb did go off yeah. next to her. So Ryan. Blown apart. Ryan, as, as yeah. expected, we're not going to make it. And then Franklin Richards herself. Yeah, we're going to make it. And then she lets her, whatever her powers are, Starts killing everybody. Eye powers, yeah. She starts killing everybody. Madman wants to end the war between the people. He wants his people to be safe, the comic characters to be safe, and he doesn't want to fight anymore. So he's like, hey, listen, Ava, if you kill all of them, this will never end. Like, you'll just give them more reasons to hate us. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to hear that shit. Zap. Warning yeah, shot. I'm a kid. I have very little understanding of things except 
One shot. Do. And then uh, Madman gives up instantly, which is smart. He's like, yeah. Like a hero would. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Much yeah, older. Zach, Much older. I'm out. <laughs> My boy, Ryan, says, I got this. <laughs> Pulls out the piece. <laughs> I got this. Like, what? Which makes sense. It's what he was told. Uh, I guess. This is the situation. with the. Okay, listen. With the information <laughs> he was given and his limited teenage mind, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it now. <laughs> Why? Okay, but here's my problem. Why not the few panels before when the bad guys were charged? Like, why is this like, oh, this is me? Why not Captain America? (laughs) The amalgam folks that just showed up that split the fellowship of the ring. Yeah, I don't know, man. Whatever. Because Ryan really wants to kill a kid, I guess. (laughs) That's the cliffhanger. Um, He's like, I've been trying to burn this bitch up (laughs) since issue one. This is what the Maltow cocktail was for (laughs) in bullet form. All right, so Kids Love Chains, part six. The dome has been shattered. The world is burning. Everything has come undone. This is the conclusion of this chapter, Kids Love Chains. Uh, I like how immediately it resolves that. Like He has the gun up about to shoot the kid, and then the first panel we see is him getting the butt of a sword to his head. Like, hey, man, like, and he sounds like he sounds like a religious zealot. Like this guy told me to do this, and I'm here, and this is my destiny. And she's like, "Listen, man, uh, you're gonna kill a kid. <laughs> like this, yeah. is, your destiny's to shoot a kid. I get Damn it. Me. This isn't the ideal situation, but also murdering children isn't either." <laughs> um, Says you, yeah, right. And so they have this romantic moment, sort of. That's not really romantic. She's like, "Listen, you can do whatever you want to do." We're going inside. She, yeah, she she establishes herself as the hero yeah. example. Yeah, and I'm not going to hurt you, but I'm also yeah. leaving. There's other ways to do this. I'm doing it. Come with if you care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And she takes those four going to into the comic book world, which reminds me of like Cool World with Brad Pitt. Ugh. <laughs> they go to the comic book world, and I will tell you right now. I absolutely loved everything after this. Uh, Otto's like, I can't see, I can't see. Very cool, out of focus. And he puts his glasses on and he just fanboys. Oh my God. And this image is just like insane. (laughs) Like throughout the entire series, we've been getting teased, this, teased, that. We got a few, you know, we got the paybacks and then we got Mad Men, obscure characters. But this holy shit like these are still like maybe a sort of obscure characters to like people that only read marvel and dc but who's the guy on the left you got darkness the dark okay the dark oh, yeah darkness. Okay. with the q u right yeah you Q-U. got x you got dark hawk you got freaking the zombies from walking dead the guy from chew is a is an image book called chew witchblade which blade, yeah. Freaking Savage Dragon. Yeah. He's just there. <laughs> you got some characters from this book called The Authority. Um I remember that. The guy in purple is a Rob Liefeld creation called Prophet. Okay. 
Um, Battle Pope in the top right corner. It's a totally outlandish, ridiculous book. I mean, looks legit. Yeah, this character at the very bottom with the white mask on is one yeah. of my favorite comic books of all time. Luther Strode? Strode. Oh my yeah. gosh. So good. Um, so for him to be in it, I'm just already just mesmerized. So yeah, for them to actually have these characters in, I'm just like, oh God, yes. And then yeah. you, then you, next page, we have a character, Atomic Hawk, another indie book, knocking the shit out of Savage Dragon. Great scene. And then there's this weird guy. He says, what are you doing here? This is not how your story goes. And she says, what are you, are you Colonel Weird from Black Hammer? And it just blew me away because last week on the podcast, we reviewed Black Hammer Volume 1. It was my first time ever reading it. And I said, Colonel Weird is my favorite character so far in the story. And Colonel Weird is sort of a dr manhattan type character but like but weird but not as smart as dr manhattan was he existed yeah, all the time doesn't have a doctor. yeah he's like a regular he's like adam strange meets dr manhattan so totally weird and he's like yeah you should probably you should probably run <laughs> and then another um sort of indie comic book panel at the end she's or at the end of this page she says this is so effed up and the chick says, "Hi, ah, you have no idea, honey." Yeah, who was that? That's uh, Lucifer from a book called Wicked and the Divine. Okay, great book, great character. Which I think it was great that they put that in there. They go into this book, or they go into this building, and it's full of the zombies from The Walking Dead. And I say it's the Walking Dead zombies because they're like black and white, and books black and white. And she's like, "Damn, we have to fight these. I don't know how." Oh yeah, the Sword of Swords that teaches me how to do everything. Yeah, and then she just like makes her way through. Then these zombies, those Walking Dead zombies, suck. They only kill you if you're like surprised by them. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Otto is about to get taken over though. He's helpless. Fucking just he's starstruck. He just saw Savage Dragon fly through a building. He's yeah. He's trying to tape it down. Yeah, he's got a process. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought this was another badass moment. Like, I'm not even the biggest fan of this character, but I was just like, oh, that's cool. Unexpected. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Hit Girl from Kick-Ass <laughs> rolls through. She's like, holy shit, that's Hit Girl. Yeah, they straight up, it's on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, that's this girl. Hit Girl, he said, this is, Otto says, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> so I guess, like, Millar was cool with it? I guess it was, man. Whatever works, I guess. Good for him, man. Good for him. Kudos to him. And she just rolls through. She's like, yeah. And she just does her thing. Takes yep. over. Kills she's her. just there for two frames. And it's worth it, though. It's a good payoff. Yeah. And they get um, they get her to the uh, sort of the portal. She leaves. That's all we see. She's gone. And then Ellie's going to go through the portal, I guess. I saw yeah, she's reaching so for it. So I made a mistake. I said that they were in the comic book world earlier, but they're in the in the dome yeah they were in the dome earlier and um before she can jump in a character just gets knocked down and causes this big sort of thing and he's like oh wtf where am i all right this asshole that's obviously superman yeah that's superman that's superman this they see Superman a lot with a silhouette, red yeah. cape, glowing red eyes. Red boots. They do some red very, boots, yeah, very subtle blue in the shadowing. 
They just did it enough, <laughs> enough so you could see the blue. I mean, you know it's fucking Superman. Yeah, and he has the Superman curl. I mean, that's super. Yeah. This character that he's fighting is a character named Buzzkill. I could be wrong, but it is Donny Cates' first superhero book. Okay. And it was a character that gets superpowers from being intoxicated. So he only had superpowers when he was drunk or high or anything like that. So he that's how he uses powers. And so that's why he's like, I'm not drunk enough for this shit. And he's fighting Superman. So like, yeah, cool. Donnie Cates went all the way back. <laughs> um, I guess within that that whole battle just then, yeah, Otto with Buzzkill landing on the car, yeah, uh, that caused so much more damage than anything <laughs> else that's happened. Then not what, the blowing up with Hit Girl like coming out shooting, and it doesn't even seem like that. Like him landing on the car, it just seems like they get knocked back. But apparently, yeah, there's not like this impact that. It, yeah, it definitely didn't imply that there would be. Yeah. Tons of shit flying around. Ellie gets knocked oh, out, and Otto gets completely crushed, and yeah, dies almost instantly. This poor bastard. Yeah, that's sad. But you know, Ryan's like, "Hey," he tries to help, and he's like, "Yeah, you burned my comic book shop down. Shop down." Like, I'm yeah, you. good for him. Yeah. I like the fact that he threw some spite even yeah. at the point of death. Like, hey, fuck you! Kid. I'm telling you to get the fuck out of here. You listen to me because. <laughs> I got nothing else to live for. Yeah. Because he, I really wish he had just said, it's your fault. Yeah. And then so um, he gets her away. I like that they, cause, because the question I would have asked is what happened to the sword? But they reference it like, hey, did you grab the sword? And he's like, yeah, but it didn't work for me. Like I didn't get all the Kung Fu shit. And um, he tells her that Otto's dead. And... Uh, she goes to you know wash off, and then the biggest twist so far. Watch out, M. Night Shyamalan. Is that uh, her parents aren't from Denver? She yeah. is actually a comic book character. She takes off her yep. wig and her makeup. Yep. I do love that Invincible is the last thing that we see, though. It's like <laughs> from. I know. Yeah. I started thinking. I was like, wait, maybe she's from the Invincible universe. Maybe, she's, Am- maybe she's Amber. Amber in the Invincible comics is blonde. Yeah. But Amber's annoying, so it would be like kind of lame. I mean, maybe she matured. Yeah, I don't know who she is. Um, that's how it yeah, ends. The guests tune in. We will find Volume out two. soon. Chips and Darcy taking over. So yeah, apparently it's good. Um, well, of course, they're not going to say it's bad, but. <laughs> 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 apparently it's good. Um, So what do you think of issue what do you think of the whole thing? Let's, let's just okay. Like I said earlier, overall, like I, I got into it. Like the story was creative enough. The tease for the characters, it, it was enjoyable without it being super on the nose. Like you were, you admired the creativity that they had to dance around using trademark characters. To the point that I forgot to read this, like, and take notes, like, oh, like, this was cool. Like, I liked it. And by the time that this reveal at at the end of issue six occurred, like, as I'm scrolling down, I realized, oh, I'm at the end. And I'm like, oh, damn it. Like, (laughs) fuck. I read it pretty, after, like, getting into issue two, Mm -hmm. I was in. And I read it pretty easily all the way through. Yeah. It wasn't something like I've read books. Sometimes we read 
trades where I'm just like, oh, I got to reread that. It's like kind of heavy for the sake of being heavy. But this one was just like, it did have a lot of subtle hints and teases and sort of homages to characters that we know and love, but yeah. nothing that was jarring, nothing like, you know, Superman ripping off Lois Lane's head very distinctly in the corner. It wasn't anything like that would right. distract you from the story. Um, so yeah, what did you think about the art of this book? I really liked the the thing that stood out was how great it was to be able to differentiate the the fakes or whatever. Yeah. I really liked how they were able to incorporate the old school comic style, like the the inking of it. Um, I just thought that was super creative, especially when you had the contrast of seeing how you know inking has come along yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, all and, paper, were, and paper quality yeah. and, and just, but like it, it was very creative to the point when, where, it, when it was first revealed in issue one, I was like, Oh my God, like that's so, it was great. It was, it was good. I was just like, damn, that's so good. Like that's such a creative way to pay homage to your, to your roots as yeah. in, in comic books and it only got better like as you saw the mm -hmm. the intermingling of like the team of the paybacks and madman and the regular comic book character or like what we were perceiving as comic book characters and i, I just really appreciated that like at the first Even issue go ahead that panel where she's washing her hands like yeah. second the, you can see like part of her fingers uh-huh are the dot you know the the Kirby dots? Yeah, and some of her hand hasn't been washed yet, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, like that's yeah, that, yeah. This the was, detail this was is a lot of details. Yeah, and very like, I feel like intentional, especially like with the first big tease at the end of issue one, like the hope, and then the drawing, like that was very intentional. Like to everything, I feel like was intentional. I, I I will say that when I attend when I first read issue one, I was like, ah, oh, is this gonna be one of those like you know, like think piece books? Because it was like um everything Superman is real because Yeah, it waxed he philosophical. Will, he will live forever and we won't. And I was just like, Ugh. Well, I agree. It's I was Superman. Like, I was like, Yeah, I agree, but at the same time I was just like, I hope this book doesn't come off as like a, one of those preachy things about like why comic books are awesome or it, it just it set me up for that but then i was happily uh wrong so i i enjoyed it and the art was great again like you said the distinction between the characters that we know as comic book characters in the book is are real life people and then the the fakes was that was genius would have never thought about that in a million years so um, now is the section where we review it. I sent you the official Wednesday pool list grading chart, world famous for its specificity. As well as still being ambiguous. because <laughs> Extremely ambiguous. Not quite sure what's the best one. <laughs> you know, I'm a personal fan of a 3E, so that's what I'm going to give it. You know, nice crispy exterior while probably still having a little bit of fluff in the middle there. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, you know, I don't like overdone toast. I am, uh, I've been, so the books that we reviewed the past few weeks, past few months, have just 
it has been less and less books that we don't like. Like there have been a few that we don't like. And so I feel bad. Like I'm like, oh yeah, this one, like I've given the same sword or a few of them. I'm going to give this one. I don't think I've given this one a C five. Sounds like C5, C5. Yeah. C5. There's nothing I would change about it. As you as you mentioned, there were things that uh the things that I quote unquote don't like are more frustrations uh because it ended. Right. Which I don't I I think that is actually a good thing. I don't think that's yeah, mission accomplished. I want to read the next one. Yeah, so I I feel like any problem that I have is because I don't have the complete story. Yeah. Yet. So uh, that's really not a negative. The art was great. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Savage Dragon was in it. Combo Man was in it. Madman was in it. Like, it, this was getting a perfect score for me no matter what. If it was just them with no words, it would have won. Never thought I would ever have to discuss Combo Man on a podcast. Yeah, man. So. In, 2000, in 2021. <laughs> That's right, man. Oh, man. All right, folks. There you have it. Uh, we reviewed it. Webb, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Stay class. I'm going to stay on for a few more minutes and talk to Webb. But other than that, we're circling the drain. So we will see you guys next time.